Okay, welcome back then, Tim Davies, Fast Ship Performance. Uh, this post today, uh, a bit contentious, really, and the title of it was a bit kind of headline grabby, kind of US, kind of coachy type thing. So um, the actual head- headline of it is uh, how to create insane success with just three simple steps. Now, if I hadn't written that headline, people probably wouldn't have read it. So and it's had a bit of an issue, really, because I realized that I was gauging success of the posts and gauging what I was going to write about by the like button at the very bottom of them. And this didn't get many likes. And so I put an email out saying, guys, girls, where's the, uh, where's the, where's the problem with this here? And I've got some fantastic emails back um, from about 50 people. Uh, it's put a bit more than that, to be honest with you. And as I said, if you send me an email uh, about this post, I'll write back to you. And that's what I've been spending the last about three days doing is writing back and trying to kind of analyze and debrief myself as to why maybe this post didn't resonate as much with people as I thought it might. Now, there's been some pretty good stuff that's come out of that conversation, most of it being, um, Tim, I just forgot to hit the like button, dude, but it doesn't really matter, right? So I, I get that, and what I'm not going to do in the future is look for any kind of social validation or post validation from that button. What I'm going to look for is uh, you guys and girls out there, if you don't like something, hook me up with an email, whack it out on Twitter and stuff, because that's the conversation we've got to be having. Because all I'm writing about here is my experiences of flying airplanes and, and working within business and how that might relate to, uh, or might actually kind of help some people out there that haven't had those um, 17, 18 years worth of experience of being trapped in a cockpit in a rubber suit. It's not all pleasant, believe me. I'm going to read out the post now. I'll go through it again, speed me up if you need to. Uh, the next post I would say, again, um, if you're thinking about maybe uh, downloading one of those podcast devices, by all means do that. It's an interesting topic, the next one. It's about passion, but not really in the way that you probably will think. It's about you know trying to find your passion and actually why that is a bit of a flawed thing to do. Interesting. We'll have a bit of a discussion on that later. So this is only about 10 minutes, really. Uh, by all means, if you have anything to say on it, just leave me a comment or, again, uh, get up on those interwebs and Facebook, Twitter, anything like that. I'd be really interested to have your opinions or just write me an email. Again, you know, with this post here, I'm going to write back to you. So if you want to write back and say, listen, this is what's wrong with the post, those are really valuable. People write to me saying, hey, Tim, love the post. Again, really valuable. Those people writing to me saying, Tim, hate the post. <laughs> hate the post. Again, I get a lot from that. So I just want to say thanks for all those emails and uh, I'll make sure I write back. Okay, let's go. Uh, how to create insane success with just three simple steps. Did you know that some people come up with great ideas every day that could earn them millions? It's totally true. I had a buddy who came up with an app that he said was going to make him the next Mark Zuckerberg. He spent months refining his idea, built a business plan so he could get some capital together, and kept it secret from all of his friends and even his family. He even started to learn to code so that he wouldn't have to share his idea with an app developer. He did everything right, except one thing. You see, ideas are cheap, to a penny in fact, and so much so that if you're going to rule the world, you'll need to do a few other things first, and the first of these is to have a plan. This is something that I tell my student pilots on a daily basis. Don't wait for the enemy to decide your future for you. Always have a plan. Here's a quote. Don't let yourself get attached to anything you're not willing to walk out on in 30 seconds flat if you feel the heat around the corner. That was Robert De Niro from Heat, which was out in 1995, if you can believe that. So step one then, have a plan. When I plan for one of my student pilots low-level strike sorties, it can take me hours, and that's just the time spent on the mission planning computer. Before that, I have to think about a scenario, 
find a target set and consider all of the environmental factors that might affect the sortie. It might take time, but the planning is essential and we have a saying, the success is in the plan. Failing to plan is planning to fail. Now for someone like you who reads this kind of material, having a plan is an obvious step. We both know that to be successful, you are gonna have to plan it. It's not just gonna come by chance. Personally, I prefer to have a vision of my achievement and make it finite. That's because if I was to say, I wanna be really successful and rich, I have little to aim for as I haven't clearly defined my eventual outcome. What is successful? What is rich? Does it mean financially, spiritually, emotionally? I mean, I'm already in the top 1% of the world's wealthiest people and the top 1% of earners, it's a fact. Oh, and incidentally, so are you. Now, if you earn above 32,000 US dollars, which is 22,000 British pounds, then you are in the top 1% of earners in the world. And here's another thing. The percentage of global wealth owned by the top 1% will surpass 50% of all of the world's wealth by mid-2016. You are wealthy. So when you say, I want to be wealthy, well, you already are. Now try defining it more and you'll get better results. So maybe something like this. You could say, I want to have a passive income generated from property letting and affiliate marketing that brings in £1,000 a month in three years time. That's an outcome which will make a plan easier to construct. If you don't give your sat-nav a destination, it can't do the journey to get you where you need to go. It's the same with your plan, it just needs an outcome. Just like the recent post I wrote on lifestyle versus job, your plan needs to have an end state in mind else you will lose focus. I've seen many people open a small business, offer to volunteer or start training for a marathon only for it to all stop a few months down the line. This is why a bank will ask to see your business plan before they lend you money because they know that without a plan, you are likely to fail. Sometimes the idea of doing something is more appealing than actually doing it. The night before technique works well in this scenario and I use it extensively when I'm planning my next step in world domination. Let's say that you've decided to be an internationally acclaimed speaker on the life lessons of the lesser known Bavarian parakeet. What does your journey look like? Is it one you are likely to enjoy or one that will bring you constant stress? Do you even like public speaking? What does it feel like the night before you speak? Take yourself there. Are you looking forward to it or are you scared stiff? So you've got a plan nailed down and because you are a high performance warrior, you've defined your end state and worked back a timeline for the magic to happen. Awesome, but now what? Step two execute it violently. See if you can find the two power words here that should be leaping out of you like a couple of wild Alaskan salmon who are making their way upriver so they can party with some other crazy fish friends. Those two words are there for a reason. They are supposed to convey the force that you must use to keep your plan in motion. It's one thing to come up with a plan, but to put it into action and maintain it, well, that's another matter entirely. It's the difference between those who are successful and those who aren't, and it's called grit. Now, Will Smith was almost bankrupt before Quincy Jones picked him to star in The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. He'd made some money as a rapper with DJ Jazzy Jeff, 
but had spent most of it and forgetting to pay his taxes, pretty soon the IRS was onto him. Now desperate for cash, he would go down to the studios every day and wait for Quincy to come out from filming his other projects. He then repeatedly tried and convince the producer to employ him in spite of the fact that he had very little acting experience at the time. The result was one of the most successful television series in broadcasting history and incidentally the most requested TV show by prisoners of Guantanamo Bay, beating the next favourite Harry Potter. It's easy to deliberate and wait for the perfect moment to launch your business idea to the world. I mean, you're smart, so why rush it? Now, there's a quote here. This is a really interesting quote, and I love this quote, so I'm going to say it slowly so it can sink in. Because we all, we all procrastinate, okay? We, we are all waiting for that perfect moment. It says, smart people get addicted to information. Successful people get addicted to to execution. Now, some things will happen to you during this stage and they crop up time and time again with the small business owners that I coach. Maybe it's because we're British and we like being the underdog or we have yet to fully embrace the entrepreneurial spirit of those in the US. It could be because of our fascination with celebrity and gossip. We love to see someone climb into stardom, but even more than that, we love to see them fall. Yes, we can be a mean-spirited bunch on our wet and windy island, and this collective negativity can very often be the downfall of the new business owner. At some point, you will suffer from a lack of self-belief. It's something that you'll find across every industry and is called imposter syndrome, which I've written about before. You'll start to doubt yourself. You'll think you should have prepared more and that maybe you're not cut out for this. Then you'll think about returning to a real job or quitting your project. Here's a quote. If you're going through hell, keep going. That's from Winston Churchill. And your friends and family, they'll try and help with those fears. They'll tell you that there's no shame in returning to the office job. They'll say, at least you tried. In all honesty, most of your acquaintances will mean well. It's just that, well, you know, you're just being different to them. When someone quits smoking, there is a time when other smokers will continue to offer cigarettes to their newly free-from-nicotine friend. It's just that they don't want you to stop because you'll highlight their inability to do the same. Maintaining your focus on your plan is hard. In the face of all these distractions, and sometimes you'll have to take a break from all that negativity. Imagine that you had a really debilitating drink problem, and you'd managed to find help that had finally helped you break free from it. You're still a little volatile, so you're avoiding the bars and social functions that you used to drink at, but only for a while though, just while you're building the foundations of the new and better you. But then one of your friends keeps inviting you out to parties or suggesting you meet after work for a few beers, or maybe try the new cocktail bar that has just opened. It will cause your anxiety, maybe make you wonder whether you've done the right thing. You might even question why you were quitting the drink in the first place. Wouldn't it be simpler if that friend wasn't around right now? Yes, it would. Not forever, but just while you build up your strength. It's the same when you're building something new. You might have to take time out from people for a while whilst you aggressively action your plan. Your real friends will understand. After all, you are trying to change the world. Here's a quote. Keep on keeping on. That's from Joe Dirt back in 2001. New film comes out this year, I believe. Watch it. Okay, set yourself some goals, else you might just find yourself following a dream. Goal setting helps you stay on track and measure your success 
against your expectations. It can be a very powerful way of keeping you focused on executing your plan. Here's a quote here. A goal is a dream with a deadline. I'll say that again because that's really important. A goal is a dream with a deadline. That's Napoleon Hill. He's an American writer uh, back in, uh, what's that, most of the 90s, 1883, 1970, that's right. So you need to recognize that you are the one to drive through your vision. If you just keep persistently moving forward, you will find that gradually any competition just falls away. Be relentless and unapologetic in your desire to achieve your goals. And people that doubt you will eventually lose interest and find something else to occupy their time. Do you know how hard it is to stop a well-executed, low-level, fast jet strike mission? Pretty much impossible. Once the crew have planned, briefed, and gotten themselves airborne, the only thing that is going to stop them is by getting themselves shot down. They have a target and they have planned for hours about how to destroy it. They have considered the enemy surface-to-air missile defences, hostile air threats and have contingencies to deal with them all. They are fully focused on executing their mission. Now, you have a plan and you're going to execute it violently because you are a high-performance warrior. But there's one more essential thing to consider. So, remember my buddy with his app that was going to change the world? Think about the preparation and planning he had done and the fact that he had even learned to code himself so that his idea wouldn't get stolen. Yes, you need to prepare like he did, but there's only one problem. He still hasn't done anything with it. And that was three years ago. Well, that's not strictly true. He still talks about it and says that he's refining his idea and waiting for the right time. So the last thing you need to do to drive towards massive success and achievement in your life is step three, do it today. If my buddy had launched his app three years ago, he would have had those three years to refine his efforts, but by stalling, he has no idea whether people are gonna like it or not. Do you remember all of the updates Apple would put out with the early iPods and iPhones? They were throwing out the technology virtually untested in order to be the first to market and using the customers to test their products. I mean, why not? Who better to tell you whether your product works or not? Get your plan started today. You know how they test new kit on aircraft? They give it to the pilots in the flight test squadrons to fly with it. It's all well and good sitting in meetings and discussing whether it might work in the cockpit, but unless someone flies with it, you'll never know. A buddy of mine recently left the military and immediately opened a property letting agency. I didn't even know he was thinking about it, but as he said at the time, it's the only way that I'll ever know if it's gonna actually work. In fact, he had been thinking about it for a while. He had a plan and he dived straight in. Procrastination gets to all of us at some point, And when you add the element of self-doubt, it's a wonder that anyone does anything new at all. Here's a quote. The best time to do anything ever is now. That comes from this guy called Tim Davies. He's a fast jet pilot and performance warrior who often quotes himself on his website because he can do. Right. I have a friend who is currently cursing himself for missing out on the internet age, and I was staggered and quickly showed him an article written by a Google employee who talked about how, in 2030, we'll look back and wish we'd started an internet business in 2016. He's right. Don't wait for the perfect plan. Almost done, people. I used to be on a tornado squadron where we would make the most of what's called hot pit refueling. Basically, I'd fly a sortie, I'd land, I'd taxi back in, and when I got back to the flight line, I'd shut one engine down, and get the aircraft refueled whilst we change crew. 
It stopped the aircraft having to be handed back to the engineers where undoubtedly, because of their exceptionally beady eyes, they'd find something that needed to be fixed. Sometimes we changed both pilot and navigator, but often I'd stay in and a new nav would hop up, steps, hand me a brown envelope full of maps, weapon data, target runs, and start to program the route into the jet. Now as a four ship leader and able to command four tornado aircraft at a time, I soon realized that I'd have much rather have been in that plan. It was better to have a bad plan, but one that I knew really well than an excellent plan that I'd never seen before. Those were hard sorties and I often found myself discovering new valleys on the west coast of Scotland entirely alone, losing the other three aircraft completely. So believe in yourself, believe in your dreams and remember that it's better to have an average plan that you know really well than an excellent plan that you don't really understand. And here is an excellent quote here. A good plan, violently executed, now is better than a perfect plan next week. That's from General George S. Patton. So have a plan, execute it violently, and do it today. And that's the end. And I just want to say thanks for sticking with it. Probably a bit longer than I thought. Um, again, kind of resonates with some people, doesn't resonate with others. In fact, one of the great... Uh, uh, emails I got back was from a lady who said it read the beginning of it was a bit kind of US life coachy and it's an interesting balance I'm trying to bring here guys because I want people to read these things obviously but I don't want people to think it's some kind of weird life coachy thing I'm doing because that's not the case at all I'm trying to uh, engage with the Royal Air Force uh, to what you guys are doing I love it when people write to me and say I'm in mining I'm in the chemical industry I'm in the police force I'm an airline pilot obviously I get a lot of pilots write to me and stuff but it's a conversation that we're trying to have about how we can better ourselves out there because this is the thing as well. They were saying, people were saying, well, try and define your audience. And my audience, as far as I'm concerned, are people that don't want to be uh, just in the status quo. They want to change up things. They want to change up themselves so they can better themselves. They can be a better father, better husband, better wife, better mother, whatever it might be uh, for their families. And they can go out there. They might want to take on more work or do something or change something for the better or help their industry develop. Those are the kind of people I... I work with every day and those are the kind of people that I think I'm speaking to because when I get the emails back in, those are the people that I want to work with. The people that write to me on emails, the people that are following me on Twitter, are commenting on the Facebook blog. Those are the people I can tell that are going to do great things with their lives and change the world somehow. Thanks for listening. By all means, I really appreciate comments. Even if they're bad comments, don't be, don't be scared to put them in. Send me an email. Even if you hate it, just write to me and say, Tim, that last post sucked. Let me know why. And I really appreciate that. Um, anything else uh, you think I should be speaking about, whatever, let me know. Some of those emails came in and said, Tim, why don't you speak about this? And one of the ones actually said, why don't you speak about debriefing and the power of the debrief? Because, of course, that's what I have done with this post. All right. As I said, the next post is about passion. He says, having not actually written it yet, but I've been thinking about it a lot. I'm going to try and knock that out today, maybe, maybe over the weekend. So um, look out for that one. Really appreciate you staying with it. Uh, thanks so much, guys. Appreciate the support as always. Tim Davies, Fast Jet Performance.